This is the full interview from a segment from the Overdrive radio and podcast program. For more information, go to drivenmedia.com.au. We reported a week or so ago about the young students from Western Sydney University participating and having a team to put together a solar race car. And if there's any doubt that when you've supported your children in their early projects, making paper mache versions of volcanoes, and you wondered if it was going to lead to something important, well, this is a great example of how it is. This is a stunning project of very high technology. Now, the students do wonderful stuff, but they're also, they have mentors and supporters who have volunteered their time to help them along. One of them is Bernie Fion, has an Order of Australia, and he's the CEO of Fion Strategy and Design. Done some great things. I really appreciate and would like to understand what's behind this sort of commitment to helping our young people. Bernie joins us on the line now. Go, Bernie. G'day. How are you? Good, mate. Now, how did you get to know about this student project? I've been associated with Western Sydney University for some time in a, a range of different roles as a tutor and a lecturer part-time, but I've certainly had an interest in automotive design all of my life, I think, from a very young age. In fact, it was the rebranding of Western Sydney University where they had uh, three really powerful TV ads and one of them featured the solar car. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's where I became yeah, really attracted to it. I'd already seen a little bit about it, but uh, seeing it on TV like that just reinforced that, hang on, this is only 15 minutes down the road from my place. If I get a chance, I should get involved. It's not small scale. It's intense and very professional. Absolutely. I mean, the, um, the students are onto their sixth car, effectively. Uh, one of them was a half-scale model that they built during COVID. So effectively, this is the fifth working vehicle that they've done in about a decade. So, uh, yeah, they've got some impressive machines that they've put together over that time and, and including uh, had the success of winning the American Solar Challenge in 2018, I think it was. I think the Vice-Chancellor wrote to the uh, American University. Uh, was that the story? And said, uh, you know, bad luck? He offered his condolences after their, uh, they had had a winning streak and it was the first time in 18 years that anyone from any international university had, had won. And it just happened to be Western Sydney University. So, yeah, the Vice-Chancellor was very happy to offer his condolences. <laughs> I understand he didn't get a reply. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They're not only doing things in-house, are they? They're having to look at external suppliers and so on. Is is that some of the areas where your thoughts were helpful to them? Well, I'm not sure how, how I've helped directly, but at the uh, launch event that you were at, uh, I certainly had suppliers come up to us and their partners in a sense. You know, some of them give great discounts as they... Uh, support the students. Some of them are just completely commercial relationships. But unprompted, more than one of them came up to me and said, this is the best team that they've dealt with in terms of management. Now, what that means, I guess, is planning ahead, engaging with the suppliers, communicating, not getting caught out at the last minute on issues, having intelligent conversations about solving problems. A lot of that probably comes from some of the students themselves and some of them have got excellent management experience, you know, whether that's in retail at Telstra or a range of other jobs that they've got part-time. 
And even if we take the step back to the values of the team, and you know the team has has sat down, and I've encouraged this. Um, you know, they may well have done it without me there, but they've sat down and identified what are their values, and you know, respect is one of them, and integrity is another, and safety is a is an important value that they realise is you know the top of the list. But all of those, they I they realise that you can develop trust. And you can develop loyalty, and this happens within the team, but also with suppliers. If you don't demand trust and demand loyalty, you develop those things by how you treat people with all the other values. So respect, talking straight, no bull, don't avoid things, confront the issue and communicate clearly. All those things is how they're working internally. And uh, in, and even now, as the race gets closer, they need to crank it up again because you know as as, as issues come up, people revert to their to their normal habits, and they've just got to be reminded that uh, uh, and remind themselves, and they're doing that as a team amongst themselves, you know, to go, hang on, we've got to talk straight, we've got to you know confront the issues, we can't run away from things. We can all theorise and write the buzzwords about doing that, but this is a practical application where you learn the experience to recognise when is the time to apply those vague good concepts. It's when we apply them that they become a a solid reality. Yes, yes, yeah. So it needs to be lived and it needs to be lived by, you know, the leadership team. It can't be bottom-up. But then when the, you know, if the leader's having a, a tough week or something, then it needs to be embedded at that next level of leadership to sort of carry the leader through that period. And then, yeah, so it's a, I don't even know what symbiotic means, but I think it's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I watched those young adults and the way they interacted wasn't just well, I've got to try and be you know, the key player on the team and I will remember only my performance, but the, that they spoke and interacted and, and encouraged me to talk to others that were part of it. And that, that's, that's exemplifying the reality of what you, wanted to t- you, know, you want to instill. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, so there's been, there's been lessons along the way and, and you know, the, the team are full of people who have aspiration. Um, so they're all driven and they all want to achieve something. They all want to achieve the best career and they're all lung- hungry to learn. Uh, so all of those things are great foundations to build a great team on. And, you know, the, the issues of egos and all those sort of things. You know, it's a team you saw that, you know, about 25 students working together. So there's all of the interpersonal relationship issues that you would get in any team. But it's been a real pleasure to be associated with them because, you know, they've got an objective and they they want to get it done. And they've been through the COVID years, like everyone else has, which means that a lot of them have been there four years uh, waiting for a race uh, because the Bridgestone World Solar Challenge is on every two years and 2021 was cancelled with no international travellers coming. So it's been four years since the last event. Their commitment is outstanding, and they're very a very diverse group, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's uh, I, I don't know how you want to measure diversity. There's many axes to to measure that on, but on the simplest of them, the gender diversity, it is something that is being uh, focused on to improve that. 
but it is in line. In fact, it's probably better than the male-female split in engineering as a rule. Yes. So certainly the team are embracing uh, diversity in many forms and uh, really just united by that focus and desire on you know, working on an advanced manufacturing technique um, to put together a, a, a mode of transport that that may help us in the future and may help us uncover ideas for a more sustainable future. Diversity in terms of some of the subjects that they study. Absolutely. It's not just engineering, it's communication. And I had a lovely chat with a young person who had been doing the computing and analysis for the artificial intelligence scheme to be able to, in real time, set the, how the, the schedule and things should be going. Yes. Yes, yes, and that's that's the you know the inspirational thing. In many respects, the students are just applying their logic to it and not tainted by bad habits that have been developed. <laughs> and they're also happy to question their approach, so they're not locked into an approach that they've been doing for decades. The other side of of the experience, especially what you're talking about there, is that in twenty twenty one. It's all a blur the last few years, but in the last 18 months, might have been 2022, in fact, uh, we did, and it was 2022, we did the the roadshow. So the team put the vehicle that ran in the 2017 Bridgestone World Solar Challenge, same vehicle that won in the, the American Solar Challenge. It was on the road in New South Wales. We got an unregistered vehicle permit and drove it on the road over five days through regional New South Wales. So the team have have then again, as you say, tested the veracity of their AI models actually out on the road. And I presume met people out there, saw people in the country, perhaps travelled to areas they've never, you know, not travelled to yet. There's a whole range of experiences. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And for many of the students, it's been one of the most memorable experiences and uh, and intense and, well intense and intense so they got to practice their camping skills um but also um you know developing those skills in the real world and developing the relationships with their team so this time in 10 weeks they'll be celebrating being winners of the bridgestone world solar challenge that's the plan the team is a real contender but there's obviously a lot of competition from the Dutch, the Belgians, the Germans, the Americans, the Japanese and others. So there'll be a real international lineup with universities and other teams uh, with much bigger budgets than Western Sydney does. But like I say, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that this team is a real contender. Bernie, I've taken a lot of your time, but gee, I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you. No worries, David. Thank you very much as well. And that's Bernie Fion who is in the design and business and financial professional expertise. He's inspired significant change on a global scale, but he's doing it in a very face-on, interactive way, including with our young students at Western Sydney University. Overdrive is a radio and podcast program featuring road tests, interviews and features on motoring and transport. More information is available at drivenmedia.com.au and podcasts on Spotify or iTunes.